This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie. It's Saturday night and it's time for today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. And as you know, on Saturday nights, we have our spotlight. Today's spotlight is not one that I am very happy about making, but because it made such a stir in the history of the show, I feel like this horrid individual needs to be mentioned. If you guessed that I'm talking about Mike Richards, you're absolutely right. We have mentioned the Mike Richards fiasco several times here. But today we're actually going to talk about it. It makes me sick to remember that this guy did this kind of crap, but it needs to be talked about because... Had it ended differently, we may not have a show. Honest to God, I don't think we would have a show had things gone a little bit differently. I don't like to take that kind of view of things, but the guy would have filled it full of gimmicks, people would have stopped watching, and they would have canceled it. It's just, that's the way things would have gone. So, yeah. So, Mike Richards came in to the Jeopardy scene. Well, actually, let's go back a little bit. Because to understand all of this, you need to understand a little bit of history. Mike Richards got his start in television in the early 90s. Or not early 90s, late 90s. I can't math today. He, he hosted a bunch of reality shows and did a bunch of behind-the-scenes producing and such. And all that kind of stuff, but he, he really, when he really wanted to shine was in 2007. He auditioned to replace Bob Barker as the host of The Price is Right. And there has actually been footage of that audition leaked. If I wanted to watch a robot host The Price is Right, I would make a video of, I don't know, eSpeak hosting it or something. For those of you who don't know, or those of you who may not be familiar with with screen reading technology and Texas speech technology in general, uh, eSpeak is this really, really crappy synthesizer. It's very responsive, but very robotic, and it sounds like absolute dirt. So if I wanted to watch a robot host The Price is Right, I would have that thing do it. But people say Richards just wanted to host anything he could get his hands on. And I will explain why I say that later. When we get toward the end of this thing. Needless to say, he wasn't picked, but apparently he impressed somebody because about a year or so later... Um, they 
hired him as executive producer. And he stayed there for quite a while, I think. But that wasn't that wasn't too much fun either. He also, unfortunately for Let's Make a Deal, helped to sell the reboot of Let's Make a Deal, which is still on the air today. I feel sorry for Let's Make a Deal because it should have been in better hands than that. But basically everybody said he wanted to host Jeopardy. It was what they called water cooler talk, and I'm quoting this from an article that we'll discuss a little bit later. Sadly, I don't have the article on me to read it to you, or, well, I could, I probably would. Just ignore that, that's a clock thingy that I've got set up on one of my devices. But... When Mike Richards was at the Price is Right, things weren't very good. He was very jerkish, especially to the models. Like he wanted the he wanted them to be basically objects. Now I know I know what a model's job entails, but at the same time, these people are still humans. And he wanted them to just dress up in this very specific way and just look pretty and be basically objects. He wanted them to, his words, not mine, wanted them to look like they were going on a date. However, just the way, the way that he would treat them, he wanted, he wanted skirts to be, like, ridiculously short. He wanted the, he wanted people to wear bikinis more often, and it was just, it was just awful the way he would treat them. And one of them in particular, um, he had just fired a bunch of models, and then one of the ones that was left come up to him, comes up to him and tells him that she's pregnant, and he is basically like, are you serious right now? I fire five girls, go figure. Which she took and I take and a lot of us take to mean that had he known she was going to get pregnant, he would have gotten rid of her right then. Uh, I think if I remember right, she ended up having some problems and had to take some time off work or um, when she was on her maternity leave or something they terminated her contract while she was out for whatever it was. That wasn't the only instance of him mistreating models, but I don't know specifics of a lot of the other ones. That's just like one of the most famous ones. And it was awful. During his time on The Price is Right, this jerkazoid also had a podcast called The Random Show, which has subsequently been deleted, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But when he was when he was on the podcast, he was quote-unquote goofing off. But his goofing off was often very vulgar, very discriminatory. Oh my god, it was awful. I've listened to clips, and it was just, ugh. And why am I giving you all this background? You're about to see. So, 2019-2020, 
Jeopardy's longtime executive producer, I think it was 2020 actually. Jeopardy's longtime executive producer decides he's going to retire at the end of the 2020 season. So Mike Richards spends half the season shadowing this guy to kind of understand what he does. Well, after that season ends, when the new one starts, Mike Richards, of course, takes over as executive producer. And then just a little bit into the season, we lose Alex, which is bad enough. And then, you know, we have the whole guest hosting thing. Ken Jennings was guest host for about six weeks, and then there was a conflict with a tape day that came up. The rest of the staff was able to work around it, but Mike Richards steps in like, Oh no, this is a big deal. Now I have to do it. And basically blows it way out of what it was actually supposed to be and exaggerated it. Even to the public, he exaggerated it. It's like, oh, he can't do it because blah, 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 blah. Which was total bullcrap. And that's putting it politely. So, the guest hosting rotation goes on. There are theories that I find quite believable that Richards intentionally sabotaged some of the best and most popular guest hosts. Looking at you, LeVar Burton. Even LeVar Burton felt like it was fixed. I read a a piece where he was talking about it and he's... He made it very clear that it was not an okay thing. He was upset and very disappointed and went in wanting the hosting job permanently, came out no longer wanting it. And it was really sad because he, yeah, he stumbled and, and such, but overall, like, I think he did a really good job and people disagree with me on this. But he has he has the voice for it. He has the personality for it. He'd never hosted a, g- a game show before. And he stumbled. And he made some errors. Yeah, I get that. But he, he could have done really well. Had he gotten the proper instruction from someone who actually wanted a good candidate to get the job. But Mike Richards didn't want that. Mike Richards wanted to get the job himself. So people say, people try to say, oh, it was Sony's call and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, who do you think was reporting directly to Sony to try to get this done, huh? Mike Richards. So... August 11th of 21. I will never forget what I was doing that day. Because that day just about wrecked everything I've been working for. I was sitting I was sitting in my room just minding my own business. I don't remember what I was reading or watching or whatever. I don't remember that part. I think I may have just been flipping through stories and stuff online. And I get a text from someone, have you heard the news yet? 
um, there had been talk about a week before that Mike Richards was in advanced talks to get the job. And I, I told everyone, I said, if this happens, we're all screwed. Because around that same time, all of this discrimination and such that I told you about had also come out. And I, I said, we're all screwed if this goes through. Because he will find something wrong with every single person out there to nitpick and make them miserable over. And then on the 9th of August, he sent out a memo basically denying his involvement in any of it. And saying that that wasn't a reflection on him at all and blah, 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 and a whole bunch of other B-O-L-O-G-N-A. <laughs> but, yeah, it was basically him trying to save face. But August 11th, I'm sitting there... I'd say close to about 12 or 1 o'clock in the day. And someone's like, have you heard the news? And I had a sinking feeling I knew what it was. But I hadn't heard yet. And I opened Reddit. And there it was. Mike Richards to be the new permanent host of Jeopardy. My umbiolic will front primetime specials. And in that second, I just felt everything just fall to pieces around me. I called my Jeopardy club together, emergency meeting, and I was, I'm so ashamed to admit this, but here I am trying to lead this meeting and I was just sobbing like a little baby because I knew that that kind of a person was going to take everything I'd worked for and shove it down the drain. Everything I've worked for and, and I'm still working for and shove it down the toilet. Because if he can pick on someone for getting pregnant, imagine what he could do to someone like me. Or someone who couldn't hear. Or somebody that was in a wheelchair or needed any other kind of assistance. Think of what he could do to someone like that. And I just, I knew at, at that moment that you know, everything I had put all this work into, I would never have. And it broke me into pieces. I was just nothing. I went through the motions every single day. And that's basically all I did. It hurt me even to get up and play my trivia in the morning. Because I knew there was no reason for it anymore. And I just felt lost. And I'm giving you this insight in, into things as well as the timeline of what happened. Just to kind of give you a little bit of perspective on... Because there are people out there who think that all that systematic bad behavior should have been overlooked. And that they should have just let it go. And I'm trying to give you a perspective a perspective to look at this from of why nothing like that is ever okay and, and nothing like that should ever be let go. So, yeah, I was just, I felt so bad and people were trying to cheer me up and I'm like, it's not going to work. Nothing you say is going to fix this. 
And I was just, I was out of it for days. 18th of August rolls around. And I was, I remember that. 18th of August was just, I was still kind of messed up. And then an article comes out that night from The Ringer. Basically exposing Mike Richards and everything he did. And that article was the thing that exposed his podcast to people that may not otherwise have known about it. When the word got out about it, instead of acknowledging it, he deleted every single episode. And then tried to say, oh, I'm sorry, I took them all down, blah, 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 blah. Deleting? Just deleting it as soon as it's made known to the public speaks volumes, people. Volumes. And then on the 20th, I woke up still resigned to nothing. Now keep in mind, this was a full week after the season had ended on the 13th. So we we had Alex back on TV for a little while because they were showing some old reruns and that that made me feel a little bit better. Alex has always had the gift of cheering me up. I felt a little bit better, but not nearly enough. I still had nothing to do with my life anymore because without the thing I'd been working without the thing I've been working towards since I was five, I just didn't know who the heck I was supposed to be anymore because that had been such a big part of my life. But that morning, I remember waking up, feeling all meh, and then I think about three hours before our Jeopardy Club meeting was scheduled, I get a message, hey, did you hear the news? And that made my heart sink all over again because I got that same alert nine days earlier, and I, I hadn't checked anything yet. Because my sleep schedule was a little wonky and I was barely awake and hadn't checked anything yet. Well, when I got that message, I opened Reddit. Mike Richards steps down as as host amid controversy, blah, 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 blah. I squealed out loud. I think I hugged every plastic statue and every huggable object I could reach. I squealed. I was just so excited because that freak show was out of the, was out of there. 21 days later, he was totally gone. He wasn't even executive producer anymore, and that was double awesome. Because that freak show couldn't hurt anybody else. At least not on Jeopardy. Unfortunately for my soul, there's still a show out there that he hosted back in the day that Game Show Central still airs reruns of it. It's called Divided. I like the concept of the show itself. I like to watch the people play, but having to listen to him makes me want to scream. (laughs) 
But that's an overview of not only the Mike Richards fiasco, but the perspective from someone who could have, you know, lost their life dream because of it. Because if any, if people think for half a second that someone is going, that someone who discriminates, discriminates against people for their height, their weight, them getting pregnant, any of that kind of stuff, is going to treat those of us who might need a little bit of extra assistance fairly, what you been smoking? Because it ain't gonna happen. To this day, if I ever meet Claire McNear, who wrote the article that led to his downfall, if I ever run into her somewhere, I'm going to squeal. I'm going to try to give her the biggest hug on the face of the planet. And it's going to be... It's going to be crazy because without knowing it, and I really don't have a way to tell her, otherwise I would, without knowing it, she basically saved Jeopardy and saved a lot of people's lifelong dream. A lot of people would have lost it had it not been for that article. Honest to God, I don't think we'd have a show right now. Had that article not come out and had things not played out the way they did. Because people would have stopped watching very quickly. Ratings would have plummeted. Sony would have been losing money. They would have canceled the show. Because people in general were not happy because that controversy and all that discrimination crap had come out even before that article did. And people were not happy. So I honestly believe that had Claire McNear not done her homework, we wouldn't have anything on at 7.30, at least here. We wouldn't have anything to watch at 7.30 after Wheel of Fortune. I honestly believe that. You're free to disagree with me, but that's the way I feel about it. And if you do disagree with me, please don't be a jerk about it. I beg you not to be a jerk about it. But at any rate, no more Mike Richards, no more Jerkazoid. We're done. And I'm done for the day because I'm very tired. So I do appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you, you know, sharing this and telling your friends and all that kind of stuff. And if you're not doing that, please do. I would really appreciate it. But that's basically what I've got for you today. I'm going to sign off now. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.